Hi, I'm Liz Cully, and welcome back to Cool, Cool, Cool. Each week, I give you a glimpse into what I think is cool and chat with a ton of people that are definitely cool. No topic is off bounds unless I guess it's not cool. Welcome to Cool, Cool, Cool. I just love, 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 love that Emma woman. Let me tell you. First off, shout out to Betches for letting me use your studio while I was in New York. Um, That was very kind of you. This episode is really fun. Emma and I talk about all types of shit. Math, children, comedy, working out, eating. I have a lot more in common with Emma than I thought I did, to be honest with you. But just like, what a gem, you know? But I think this is a really fun episode. We felt very fancy being in the Betches studio. Also, we were in the Betches studio the week that they sold their company, which felt kind of strange, um, but great. I ran into Remy, who's been a guest on this show. I ran into Sean Kilby, who sort of recorded the show, but then walked out of the room. But definitely a great episode. Make sure you check out Emma when she's on tour next year and enjoy. I am now officially the only person I know that doesn't have a Betches podcast. And I love that I'm <laughs> recording this podcast at Betches. Very confusing. In the whole world, uh, you're the only person that you know that doesn't have one. Well, I thought it was Dear Media for a while because I was like the only white girl with a podcast like that didn't have a podcast. The only, oh, I was not going to thumbs up. Oh, the, only, I, no, the only white girl. Boom. That was not whatever. I, I thought it was. Oh, I, was me a, I was following along. With yeah, this. I was so, like the only white girl I knew that didn't have a podcast on Dear Media. Now I'm just the only person I know that doesn't have a podcast on Betches. But you know who I met last night? Who'd you meet? I saw him. I was at Soho House. I saw him sitting by himself watching his phone like TV. Sure. And I had just listened to him on your new show. Who was it? Jared Oh, yeah, he's great. He was at Soho House in New York. Yeah, like by himself watching oh, that's so TV. Funny. So I went up to him and that's I was That's really funny because he lives in New York. So is it customary to go? I only go to Soho. I've only been, I guess, when I go with someone and it's like I'm out of or town. No, I guess I you mean, go. I go all the time. Okay, so Soho House is like a members fun. Yeah. Fun place. Okay. He probably had like a meeting or some sure. shit. Like who knows? But I walked up to him and I was like, I literally was just listening to you on Emma's podcast and I'm interviewing her tomorrow at Betches. And he was not as excited to meet me as I was excited to meet him. And it's fine. I was like, also, he's another person that's been on everyone's podcast recently. He's a, he is a avid podcaster. But I love that. Mm-hmm. I, this is an avid world. It is. That we're in. It is. It's also like kind of what pops up maybe like in my algorithm for Instagram recently. I was like, everybody's a comedian. Everybody is just posting stand-up clips. And then my sister was like, Emma, probably everyone in your algorithm yeah. is. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe not everyone's a comedian. But then, according to TikTok, everyone's making pancakes because everyone on my TikTok algorithm is making pancakes. So it's maybe just what I'm putting out to then be getting. Pancakes? Pancakes? My TikTok algorithm is pancakes, hip stretches, pimple popper, and then, and then predator stuff. What do you mean predator? Like animals or like people, like men gonna, or after all of us? Um, It's like people, it's like, you know, this person go, pretends to be a 13 year old and poses and then goes to meet up with this person and they catch him. And it's- Oh, I love, oh, the show- to catch a to predator. To catch a predator. Amazing. I love that, that show. Guy. So good. I mean, <laughs> oh my god, I loved that. And it's, it's wild. on TikTok. It's if you get on. Th- so there is the to catch predator TikTok, and it's huge. But it's like, it hasn't taken my over my whole feed. So it's literally like sometimes I'm like, which type of video is this? I'll be like, pancake, pancake, pancake. Boom. Did you know she was eleven? Like that. <laughs> that is chaotic. It's so. It's. It's an TikTok emotional so roller coaster. Chaotic. I don't know how you do it. I've Ugh. tried on TikTok. You're famous on TikTok. No. You're very famous. You have, you've been on tour. You have a new show. Mm. I'm sure you're going to go back on tour. Are you about to go back on I tour? I am in February. Also, I just want to note, I don't know if you, if you can't see us, which you probably can't because this is audio, but Liz and I both look like we are going to a Christmas party. <laughs> Is that what it is? Are we about to this take pictures? This is called win- we are going to take pictures, but this For- is winter white. Okay, we're doing. We're both doing winter. She's really nailing it. Hers is very classy. I, well, I had to go to the Conde office this morning. Part you fucking nailed it with the outfit. Thank then. you. Wow, Thank that you. is a Conde. That is that Conde out- nest. Boom. So white <laughs> on white, but like Conde nest style. Boom. 
So, but we, we look are like, have video, by the way. Okay, we have video. It looks like we're like we're a part of like a Christian rock, or like <laughs> we have some type of like or like, like a modern like lesbian like Mrs. and Mrs. Claus. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Welcome to our home. That we're like. <laughs> yes, so exactly. Funny. The cookies are perfect. Oh my god! Yeah, I went winter white, which is so risky in New risky? York City. I was like on the subway, like don't touch anything. You know what's crazy? Mm. Motherfuckers be raw dogging the subway with no mask. Yeah. That's nuts to me. I'm never going on a plane again for the rest of my life really? without a mask. Hell no. Everybody gets COVID on the motherfucking plane. I mean, I think it's a great policy because, I mean, no matter what, you're doing yeah, something Yeah, I don't want a cold. I don't want to get a cold. If I have a cold, 100%. I don't want to give a cold. It's not even COVID, really. I just was like, Damn, I was on the subway Sunday. And Most was, people do not wear masks on the subway. No, nobody does. Nobody. I've been the only person wearing a mask on the subway. Mm -hmm. And it's really because I just don't want to get sick either. But I was like, damn, people just raw dogging life in New York City. When was the last time you were here? Um, Like a year ago. Okay. And so so things have changed. Things have changed. I think people stopped wearing... I mean, I'd even, I even noticed about a year ago not wearing masks on the subway, but I... Now, being here, I don't even notice it. But when my mom came, that was the first thing she noticed. She was like, one, I'm not wearing it. Get on the subway. Two, you wear a mask when you go on the subway, right? I'm like, I don't even wear clothes on the subway. Like, the subway is, <laughs> it's, it's pandemonium. Yeah. I, well, and I think the PR of the subway was so bad. I was just in San Francisco mm. last week, which. Woo! How was that? Yo. And I'm born and raised from there. Oh, yes. I knew that. Oh, Remember? Because when I was on your yes. old show, you like, we really talked about that. Yes. I would love to get your thoughts because the last time I was there, it was, it was a, it was a, I had an experience. Where did you stay? So this is where I messed up. I stayed in the Tenderloin. So did I. Oh. Did you stay at the line? <laughs> I, st I think I stayed at like a Hilton. Yeah. So I booked a hotel in the Tenderloin and I used to bartend on the Tenderloin. Mm. It's always been turned. It's always been homeless people. It's always been crackheads. But they were manageable mm. crackheads. Like, it was fine. It was a city. It was whatever. And it was kind of used to be sectioned off. I remember going to Tenderloin, like, through year, and it was like, there was like one or two blocks where it was very contained. Right. I arrived on Thursday last week. I was like, oh, everybody's crazy. I'm like driving in from the airport. Pulled a left right on Market Street. Went to the hotel, and I was like, oh, Buck mm. checked in the hotel, went upstairs. My wife was like, "What is it like?" I was like, "To be honest with you, it's pretty lit." And she's like, "Well, don't don't walk." I'm, you mean lit, like not good? Yeah, I, I was like active. And oh, I thought lit meant like party time. Well, it's a party for them. <laughs> <laughs> they were certainly partying. So I didn't say who wasn't wasn't partying. Yeah, yeah, like who am I to say what's a good party and what's a bad party? I don't know. But she was like, "Promise me you won't go for a walk." And the thing about me is. I love walking. Me I too. think my depression in Los Angeles is uh, attributed to the fact that I can't fucking walk anywhere. I just I feel you. Put I on hear headphones you. and I want to walk. I want to validate that because I it's hard to know with as someone who leans gets depressed sometimes like it's hard to know like while you're in it what's causing it for sure. When I after I left Los Angeles that was something I was like okay, a pillar for me is actually getting steps in New York. Yes. And in LA it's so beautiful to walk around but you just don't it's not built in. No, it's I mean, I left, in. I left, I, we now live in the suburbs. We went like full lesbian family suburb. I mean, I life. love a suburb. Uh, so do I, because I walk all Great. the goddamn day. So but, she knew you were going to walk. And did you walk in San Francisco? I made it not even two blocks. And I was like, I'm scared. Also, everybody listening to my podcast is probably going to be so over it because I've recorded nine million podcasts. Okay, they've heard it. But I just, it, but what I will say is that it's such a bummer. Mm. And, you know, I... Fuck, man. And I've been walking all week in New York. It's been amazing. Yes. Like yesterday, my I had like 30,000 steps. Ooh, baby. Do you love it? Oh, yeah. It canceled. Oh, I thought it was going to oh. cancel out the seven glasses of wine I had. Yeah, you know, we kind of do did. our math differently. Sure. It kind of did. But mm. it's been, it was a sobering experience. I had to move my hotel, Emma. In San Francisco? I, and it, so did we. When, so did, when I was there, we, so I got, we stayed in the Tenderloin. Which I hadn't been there since pre-pandemic. Oh yeah. No. So I got there, and th I was there. I was doing. I was there for a week, and my girlfriend was gonna come. She was like, "I love San Francisco." She was gonna come up. I think it was like Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Were you doing the punchline? No, I was doing this this show called Cheaper Than Therapy. That's like a secret show. Where oh, you know what? I had actually been. I'm sorry. I had been to San Francisco 
I did Cobb's Comedy Club Cobbs. before that. And that's on the pier. It is on the pier. And that was that I didn't have the same experience as when I stayed in the Tenderloin. Well, no, it, because it's fine. The Tenderloin is just out of fucking control. Yes. Now. I mean, it's like literally the cars, all of them had their windows down so that they don't get smashed. Right. But it's hard for me because I'm like, damn, the PR of it all. Like the sub, my mom was like, don't you dare ride the subway in New York City. <laughs> I'm like, well, bitch, you can't get a fucking Uber anywhere. And they're a thousand dollars. And I think somebody's going to kidnap me anyway. Right. One of those things. So, yes, I'm taking the subway. Subway has been fine since I've been here. It is. It's fine, clean, uh, on time. No one's wearing a mask. Yeah, they're raw dogging they're it. They're raw dogging it. But I, when, I was, when I did the um, show where we were on the wharf, that I was just there for, I think, two nights and it was didn't, fine. great. Yeah. So when I stayed in the Tenderloin and we got there, I remember feeling like it was like Armageddon. It's there was a zombie apocalypse. It was something. The only time I ever remember seeing something like this was I remember like what, as a kid getting on being in Providence, Rhode Island. And they had like there was some like an outbreak inf infection. I don't know how the right words for it in like some of the drugs were like extra contaminated or something. Oh, I was thinking you were going to say like Ebola. If, if is, <laughs> remember, yeah, Ebola? I do remember Ebola. <laughs> it was so wild. Like. What the could have been about maybe they're just straight up smoking it. But I remember that. And I it really I was like, it was sad. Yeah, it was really it was you felt I felt when I was at San Francisco that time. I was like, I'm intruding and I'm sorry. And there's layers of mental health stuff going on here where and poverty and, and poverty. Like, yeah, because was... you had people pa there's people passed out and then there's need trigger warning. This is a little people pass out and there's needles around and then there's people geeked out and active. Then there's people arguing. And, and then there's the motherfuckers selling the drugs. And then there's the motherfuckers selling the drugs. Which is the worst part for me because mm. I live in Los Angeles. No one hits on me because I'm like a chubby Olsen twin to them. Oh, God. And so I'm not used to like being hollered at. Oh, did you I, get hollered at in San Francisco? Big time. Like crazy. Huh. And I was like, oh, fuck. And it was one in the afternoon. What were they saying? Like, hey, they're just hey, like, come back damn, your because I have like a big ass. So ah. I was like, ah, here we go. But I was also like, thank you, sir. Sure. I appreciate you. I um, do the same thing if anyone ever hollers. You know, I actually like it. Yeah, it's happened two whole... times. Oh, yeah. You're in New York? In my life. Yeah. 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 yeah OK, yeah. cool. But sometimes if someone hollers at my girlfriend, I'll go, thank you. And they're like, Ugh. <laughs> but something for you to unpack on your show with men. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so it was lit. I had to change my apart or my hotel. I felt like such a pussy. Mm. And I was like, damn, am I like feeding into this like Fox News? You gotta bullshit? be, you gotta but be you safe, be safe. Yeah, no, I was like, nah, hell no. And I knew I was going to like a lesbian conference thing and I knew I was gonna have <laughs> to drink alcohol to like handle being at a lesbian right. conference. Cause was like, it actually a lesbian conference or was it just like something that you're like, oh, it's like- No, no, it was a lesbian it's conference. It's literally called no, a no, lesbian. It's literally a lesbian well, conference. What's going on? It was awful. Oh. It was like not great. I don't Damn. even wanna give them the PR. Okay, I'll never okay. go again. All I, right. But you know who I sat with? Who'd you sit with? Kate Menning, Leisha Haley, and Ooh! Jennifer Beals. Oh, that's so fun. It was really fun. That's really fun. I think, Emma, while I am not famous like you, I do no, think no. that something is happening where people are recognizing that I perhaps like am maybe in adjacent to the celestian world, finally, after also, all this time. The thing is, it's is it's so it's so relative. Like now I feel like they're like I always put like fame now, I think, is in such quotes because it's so segmented off and like broken down like there's just like so many different pockets of it so like mm. it's not in this like you know i'm 37 and like growing up i remember it'd be like okay we all know leonardo dicaprio is in this movie and that's the one we're talking about now it's like there'll be people i'll come across on social media who have millions of followers and it's like i just discovered them and i'm like oh i know that you're right that so, is really crazy so it's so so contextualized too so i always think too with people it's like you know, I don't get it twisted. Like, who knows what there's a very the reference points for it are really like loosey goosey now. Well, and it's wild because a lot of that social media, it's like not real. So it's like who is right. actually famous, who is not. So, yeah, it's wild. But that is exciting. I, I, I remember watching them in the L word. It was such a formative experience watching that show. Yes, but I had to act like I didn't care. So right, how I treat celebrities, treat them mean, keep them keen. Right. So I was kind of like, yeah, whatever, you know. Right. I'm actually recording a betches at the betches. <laughs> no, I mean I didn't, but I, 
yeah, I can't act like they're cooler than me. I saw I saw a video, like a web video of, that was like making fun of people in L.A. when they meet celebrities. And it was like someone pretending to meet. I think it was Jared Leto. And the girl was like over pretending she didn't know who it was. Like she was like, what was your name again? Like, like really I do that. But that's and I was like, oh, my God, that is what people in L.A. do because they are trying. But I I get that. I get it. You live there. You know, I will ask a very I've asked very famous people what their name is. I'm like, hi, I'm Liz. What's your name? Fair. But that's fair. Because I think that it's weird. Like if somebody walked up to me and it's happened to me, actually just happened to me here in the veggies office. Mm. Someone's like, Liz. And I was like, nice to see you again. Right. Because I like don't remember. And totally. she was like, no, 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 no. I like know the show. And, blah. and I that was, was like, good that she did you. that because sometimes someone will come up and be like, just go right into the like maybe they heard you on something then they just go into the conversation they heard you having like they'll be like I've, I've had that a few times and then I like am really quickly trying to acclimate and then sometimes it's sometimes they will have actually known you you're like yeah I went to college with your sister and you're like oh Jesus like I didn't know what the like woo, we we're coming in hot well I've told this story too many times however I did that to Jason Bateman when I first <laughs> moved no I thought he went to school with my sister. I like didn't get it when I first moved to LA. They're all going to school with their sister. Yeah, I so was funny. like, do I'm- you know Rebecca Cully? And he's like, no. And I was like, huh. And I like followed him around the Whole Foods. I'm like, like I think Are you, you do. Sure? I think you do. I yeah. was like, do you live in New York? He's like, sort of. He's like, I'm I'm Jason Bateman, actually. Is what well, no, he didn't. I, oh. he, he let me follow him through the whole motherfucking Whole Foods, all the way from produce to meat all the way to the hot bar and then i later on it was like something like i you know that like uh game night movie that he was yeah yeah so i saw the billboards like two months later i'm like like, oh "Oh my god and then i ended up meeting his sister later and i did the same thing to her and what is she is she an actress too yeah dude justine bateman from fucking family ties mallory didn't watch it what but i believe you oh well, you're 37, I'm 38. We were like a little young. For yeah, that. yeah. So talk to me about the new show. Doing a new show. It's called Asman Anything. It's on Betches. And how the idea came about was my girlfriend had come up with a bunch of different ideas. And she was like, I want I think you should start like podcasting again because I love podcasting. And I had come up with some ideas and then we were just like brainstorming about it. And when she said that, she was like, you know, you have a lot of guy friends you get along well with tr- people with masculine energy. And she's like, and then I feel like I hear you translating, especially to your straight female friends, like some of the conversations that you have. And she was like, that could be an interesting type of show. And at first I was nervous because I was like, I don't want it to seem like another platform where it's like ask men anything. And then people are like, well, the fuck would we want to ask men anything? We, we hear it all over the place. So I was trying True. to, you know what I'm saying? That was a concern. <laughs> that was a concern. It's like, isn't everything ask men anything? So I was trying to have it be a little bit like, tongue in cheek into going into figuring out like what is masculinity how does it affect the person on the individual level and then since i'm someone that chooses masculinity and like the things that i in terms of what it means to me like in the things that i wear like for you know going into like how i feel comfortable with it i was just curious like how even cognitive of masculinity and whatever it is are men who have lived that experience of having it that's the like deeper undertone Which is of very it. interesting. That is very interesting. The deeper, and that's that's a little more tricky to get to. So I thought actually, because that you would kind of require like a sociological awareness. But I was shocked because I, and then I was worried. I was like, okay, I want to make these guys because the first couple guys were my, like my friends. Yeah. So I was like, I want to make sure they're comfortable. And I don't want them to come in and then think that it's going to be like a gotcha. Like what? What am I thinking? Oh about yeah, this? Gotcha. fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm an overthinker. But let me tell you. I was amazed by how like Francis Ellis, when he was on, he came in and he was, I was like, okay, I'm going to be talking about masculinity, but, and then I was like about to do like a, but he, you know, he, like massaging it. And he was like, oh, I, I struggle with that concept all the time. I mean, brilliant podcast. Like, and I was like, couldn't be better. I was like, you do. And he was like, cause to me, you know, I was just shocked by that. And the visual of him, he's like, this really muscular, good looking yeah. guy went to Harvard an athlete. And he was like, I struggle with it all the time. Like, what is my role in it? How can I be productive with it? Like how it's changed, like what it means to me in my relationship. Like how can I be like progressive, but strong? Like, am I a pro like so much stuff. And then that made me feel like, you know, sometimes when you're like, okay, I'm in a groove of something. And yeah, got you're this, like onto something onto something. I, so that's what it has been. We're talking to men about masculinity and dismi- like on the individual level. Well, even with Jared, who I met last night, you asked him. Oh, he op- is a little treat. 
Yeah, I'm going to paraphrase. I think he's such a little treat. Yeah, he's funny. But you asked him, like, what's the most feminine quality of Mm. him? And he said it's unpacking things. Yes. And he referenced his grandmother, I believe, asking, like, okay, you went on a date, but, like, what'd you order (laughs) for dinner? And I'm like, that's not feminine at all. Like, I was listening. Oh, that's interesting. Right, because that's the other thing. That's the thing. It could be everyone has their own concept of what these things are. It's just I think when it tries to get solidified what these things are, I is through like marketing, like where it's like, this yes. is masculine, this is feminine. Bye, bye, bye. Yes. So right. So like that, I didn't mean to cut you off. I got no, excited. It's okay. No, it's fine. You can't cut me off. I just was like driving in the car. I'm like driving by the Hollywood Bowl and he's like, I unpack things. I'm like, what? <laughs> that is not really feminine, is it? Like, I, I don't mean, know. I think that's being curious. Mm. And then I was like, oh my God, like what? But it was, I mean, it was a good answer. It was an interesting one. All of them are good answers. All of them are also unique to that person, which is why I like it because it's not like you're asking people like, what was it like to win an award? You know what I mean? (laughs) Well, whatever. I just think like sometimes these podcasts- That'd be so sad, especially for me coming coming hot out of special ed. Be like, can you just tell me what it was like to do okay in a test sometime? Oh my God. (laughs) Wait, you'll die. I I had horrible test anxiety and I was terrible. I mean, standardized testing- held me back Preach. in ways that like are out of this. Did you get extra time on that motherfucker? I did get extra time. Me too. Didn't matter. No, that, I always, I'm like, I'm like, I had a, struggled with doing tests. Was extra time to cry? Like, what are we doing in here? It was such bullshit. But in looking for sperm donors, I always say to my wife, my wife and I are, because we both were bad at standardized mm, tests. She has get someone really good. like, she gets, Although anxiety. standardized tests have changed. I know that. They've I changed. heard that. But I, it was funny because I was like talking to the sperm bank and they're like, what like qualities are you looking for? And I was like, a little bit of melanin because of global warming. I would like them to have a good metabolism because I have eating disorders and I hate my body. Oh, I and, totally get that. And I was like standardized tests because we ain't got no money. So this motherfucker got to get into a charter school mm. and they got to go to like UC Berkeley and test in. Right. No pressure. You know what I mean? But I You're like, now get to it. They're like, fucking lesbians. Yeah, they're like, like, these motherfuckers. Yeah, coming in, trying to, we're trying to correct all, anything that we see as a shortcoming in this (laughs) sperm. Yeah, but I think it's great because, you know, what is masculine, what is feminine, you're right, is so unique to people outside of marketing. Right. And I think that is changing. I think- It is. The lines are getting blurred. People are seeing it as- you know, what is presentation? Like what, you know, what do I, what is something that you actually like? I, I think that the lines are getting much more blurred. The only problem though, is sometimes when you have like a very feminine, like figure like me, I always feel so horrible for the like mask presenting leses mm. that have hips and ass. I feel I'm for like, that too very much. You, this is not, wor- you can like kind of get away with it when you have boobs, but like those hips don't lie. These poor lesbians with I know, their I bow feel ties. That. And I'm like, damn, dude, that sucks because you look, it's like me when I wear straight leg pant, pantsuits. I look crazy. I look like I work, I don't know, like it just doesn't work. It doesn't it's, work. It's all got to be in, I think about that a lot too because I'm very flat chested. So I'll think about it but for- you're really muscular. I mean, I know your, your workout uh, journey. It's a whole fucking thing. Your nutrition yeah, workout yeah, journey is with the like Love to six talk pack, about it. Six pack in the arm. I was like, okay. It's a whole thing. I was like, damn, she out here training like a Navy SEAL. Like, oh my God. It's a whole thing because I have eating eating stuff too. So it's like trying to like, it's a whole, but th- this has been, I've been working with that and therapy. I mean, it's it's Good. just a whole thing. But I, I feel for that when I, because I'm like, I'm very grateful that my like presentation lined up with something that I'm comfortable with yeah. pretty much body wise. But I, I feel for that totally too. And then I think it just comes down to like the, the swagger. And then, I mean, there are always things you can do to modify stuff, but I feel for that when I see someone, like I am grateful that I wasn't born with like a really big breast. That'd be tough for me. I love boobs. It's my favorite. They're my favorite thing. I don't have big boobs, but I love everybody else to have big boobs. I like boobs, are great. boobs too. I but love I love big, big boobs. Yeah, you know, and I, I'm really a, I'm, I wonder if I'm, I don't know if I'm more of a boobs or a butt person. I do. I mean, I and I love uh, love the nipple. Do you? Yeah. Huh. The more sensitive someone's nipple is, I find that very I find that very attractive. Yeah, it can like I have not 
I mean, not to make this weird. I have very sensitive nipples, but I'm like, oh, don't touch. Yes, like, I'm like, course. it's a lot. It's too much. Totally. Yeah. You yeah. know, and so. it's sensory overload. But I, yeah, because I always think of I think of like desire is like the most attractive thing. So if someone's like into having their oh. breasts be touched or whatever it is, or say if they're like, don't touch my breasts, but like, oh, my God, I love the whatever. Then that to me would would override whatever the presentation of the breasts is. Yeah. Well, because you're deep. You're, I mean, you, you're deep. What was what's been the most outside of that conversation that you had? Has there anything else that's been really like surprising in speaking to men, especially like now in 2023? Like we are in an interest, I think, a very interesting place for a show like this. I had no idea that them not getting complimented was like a thing that anybody thought. Of. I had absolutely 100 percent no idea about this. Cause I asked like, have you guys like, do you get compliments? And they're like, what do you like? It's like, they're kind of, it's like shaking their head. Like what? And it's interesting because in some sense, you know, men on a broader scale are getting complimented all the time just by existing, by not having to even think about being a guy is almost like a comp. It's not, maybe a compliment is the wrong phrase for it, but it's like, it's a privilege. Major privilege. Major privilege. So I guess a privilege and a compliment are different because a compliment, at least you're aware of. So then it's like, a privilege, like the super, like most inset privilege, you have to get shaken out of it to almost have an awareness of it. Yeah. Because like that's part of the privilege is like just not having to think about something. So I was surprised that they did not experience getting complimented very much. And I was like, that's an interesting thing to unpack because it's like, okay, well, in one sense, you know, maybe they're not getting complimented a lot where it's like nice shirt or whatever it is, or you look good because then they on the back end have taken it in a direction where then they would assume the person wants to sleep with them. Correct. So that's, but I was surprised. Like, it was interesting to hear like, oh, that's something that they're like track. Like they were like, that was like out of left field. Like just the concept of it. I also didn't know that everybody's relationship with their mother was affecting their romantic relationship so much. I relate to that, but I didn't know that was such a thing for people with masculine uh, that was a very that was interesting for me to hear too like hearing the process of how they are like seeing introducing their significant other to family and like what Mm. that means to them I was very very surprised by that because I just didn't I don't know I guess I just never really thought about it and I've I haven't asked like even like my guy friends I ran that by like saying like some of the questions I was going to be asking and they were like oh yeah oh yeah I'm like I didn't know that about you and your mom and they're like well it's a thing yeah, moms and sons can be intense and complicated. And then I think if you're a straight, well, even a gay man, but like I think if you are a straight man and you're bringing home a woman, like there's this like innate like competition mm. maybe. I don't know. But yeah, that's a real that's really interesting as well. Did you learn through any of this like what you would think you're I mean, I know you present more mask in mm-hmm. terms of like dressing and whatever but is there did you learn anything that surprised you about your like masculine side oh that's a great question you know thank you i appreciate you saying that (laughs) of course i think for me i was surprised that you know because a lot of the things that i'll think of as me being like kind of like when jared said that about unpacking or me being kind of neurotic or what whatever it is i didn't i never saw those as I think that the way that I approach a lot of things in terms of like processing feelings, I relate very much to like men with in terms of like also like how I will argue or like express like frustration. I feel like can be very masculine because like a lot of my feelings in the past before I started going to therapy twice a week, that shout outs to Barbara in the past. I would love to go to therapy twice a week. Just started. But, you know, shoot, because when we first started, she I've had therapists say before, you should do this twice a week. And I'm like, bitch. Mm. But then I was like, you know what? Barbara, you believed. And I well, also I said I was like, of course you can say that because then you get paid more. And she's like, I'll lower it so it's the same cost for you. I was like, oh, oh, damn, Barbara's a G. Hey, yeah, yeah, that's what's up. And I hadn't, but it, be, before that, I was like, I would channel a lot of my feelings would be in the anger orbit. So okay. I'd be like, I'm angry about this. I'm angry about that. I'm angry instead of saying, okay, what is anger usually? It's either you're scared of something, yep. you're frustrated about something, you're sad. It's Anger is like the easy, like in acting, anger is always the easiest emotion to pretend that you are because it's the simplest. You're, I'm angry. And I think anger and masculinity get very closely linked, which I actually hadn't realized that I hadn't realized that anger was something that a lot of men are gravitating towards. But I think it's because it's the one that you don't get picked apart for expressing as an unmasculine thing. Sure. 
I don't know. And who knows? I'm like, where do these things start? But where it's like, okay, masculine, you're supposed to go, go, go and be frustrated and then just like collapse. Where I know mm. it's also go, go, go is what women are supposed to, oh my supposed God, to big quotes. Life. I mean, women, it's like, you're, they're supposed to fucking do everything. And can't, and then if they say they're angry, it's like, you're like, she's crazy. She's crazy. So Correct. this system doesn't work for anybody. You yeah, know what it doesn't I mean? work for anybody. But I didn't realize that I had no idea that ang- why anger, how it was like so linked with different ideas of masculinity. And like a lot of the time. Well, it's like fighting. Fighting. It's like war. It's power. Pa- right. It's like domination. Yes. It's, yeah, I mean, that does sort of make sense. Or the it. amount of guys that say like t- in terms of like friendships, because like oh. making friendships as an adult is tricky for everybody, right? Yeah. But a lot of the guys are, have been say, talking about how like a lot, you know, traditionally their friendships revolve around activities. Also, I didn't know this. So they'll say, we do sports together. We do. And now proximity is a big thing for many friendships. That'll be like, we work together. We went to school together. But they're meaning it in almost like of a more simple sense of, you know, we were on this team. And so, or we would do this. When and when we'd meet up, we wouldn't meet up to catch up. We would meet up to do this activity. And then as they get older, it's harder to sync up with activities. So then they're finding less and less it becoming harder and harder to have friends and like and I was like do you feel like there's people you can share how your feelings with and that's been like a mixed interesting. but I thought that was really interesting that's really because I'm like also thinking about my dad oh my god and his friends right uh my uh, my dad didn't uh, my mom lots of friends right yeah my mom did too and my dad my dad's actually very social mm. but he was a professional sailor so like oh wow so he'd probably talking to the guys on the boat all of them are sailing friends so same with my dad so he was a he's a mathematician oh cool so he had that's tight that's probably a lot of where you get some like thinking anxiety from (laughs) well for me or you yeah like if we were putting ourselves in that situation for sure well no i just mean like a mathematician that's so funny you say that like what i mean and also i was so i struggled with math so intensely so i said the same thing because for me, that would be true too. So to me, the idea of a mathematician, I'm like, oh, you're a, you're a mess. You gotta be losing your mind. You must be pissed all the time. So he's a mathematician because he loves math. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just over here like, I hate my job. <laughs> totally. You're like, talk about anger. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> but I just live in it because I have to. <laughs> oh my God, like kill me right now. Yeah, so yeah. that was exactly, but that was my experience. That's so funny. Me, that's why I laugh he said it because I did the exact, <laughs> me comprehending his career was I was like, to me, that is the most insane. Like, I remember we'd have all these like math books around the, you know, no, the, no. all this, all the math stuff. And I don't <laughs> know what it was because I didn't understand it, even read it. But I, I would go, why do you have Satan's Satan's uh, language around here? Like, I used to call it the devil speak. I was like, <laughs> the numbers, the devil speak, the devil speak, you know, and he would. But for him, it's like almost like a calming thing. That's I know. wild. Only just because like, you know how they always say, you know, a haunted house, but it's Walgreens with bat. Poorly lit and every person you like barely knew from high to school. To a basic percent. I go, but I'm out. For me, it's like a haunted house having math books everywhere. Do you know how to do the percents? I don't. What do you mean the percents? You know, when they're like, boom, boom. Okay, you guys ate dinner. 68 bucks. Then you go, okay, you got to do percents. Oh, yeah, no. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Come on. No, no, I take my phone. I go, what's 20% or 25% of 68%? Oh, you mean like a tip. That's what I meant. Oh, no, but I have a trick. I also like I know everyone's do... got a trick. They always tell, oh, you do the first one times two. Yeah, bitch. I had to do, well, I count crazy because I went to like after school help. Well, yeah, I mean, I'd use my fingers. No, no, no. I showed someone once. I don't have a pen and paper. You should see how I count. And it has. Does it I work? Still, yeah. But it does bragging, not make any bragging. sense. No, I am. It is crazy. <laughs> I basically count on here. I'm going to show you because it's this crazy. I count on the number. Oh, I'm out. Okay. Wait. What's the so highest two. math you okay, ever look, did? Two. It's all of the point. One, two, uh-huh. four. One, two, three, four. It is psycho. <laughs> it doesn't make sense, but it makes sense to me. When I showed my wife, she was like, who the fuck? And someone taught you that or you came up with it yourself? Someone taught me oh that. Oh my goodness. My dad used to do math. He would have died. He would have died if he had seen this. Well, he would say whatever works for you. So he would have. Oh, fair enough. But he would do my math homework every day after school. So I'm getting the hundreds on the homework and then I'm failing in the test. <laughs> and he oh goes, God. Emma has anxiety around test taking. 
I was a little, I mean, it was a little spoiled of a situation because majorly spoiled. That does not seem fair at all. Well, they were like, yeah, mixed with her being stupid. We got a big problem here. So I ended up getting moved into a different like room to do the test due to my anxiety that I'm still not doing. It was like a whole. And then I was in like special ed trying to cheat who you can cheat off of in special ed. The other people aren't so good at math trying to cheat off my fucking friend, (laughs) Phil. He's like, he's like, I don't know either, dude. And I'm just like, crap. So I mean, this you'll love this. I my chemistry exam my sophomore year, I had gone. I'm so impressed you made it to chemistry, though. Every I had. I think I had to. I don't remember. And I used to go after school. This teacher was so lovely because I went to boarding school. So we like lived there. Mm -hmm. So I would like go over to her house. She would teach me. I would. And I'm very good at memorization. So I would Mm. memorize all the formulas. But I got to the test, the final. And I just was I just it is as if. Did you cry? Like the movie Memento. Mm-hmm. Like I just was wiped out. Like, right. So I wrote down every single formula on a pa- on like under <laughs> on a page. You're like, something. so I do know this. And then I wrote an entire essay on like front back of the exam being like, you are a lovely teacher. Oh my God. I it wasn't even an essay cannot- about math. Well, no, or chemistry. No, it was like me being like, I think my brain does not chemically function in a way to understand this i there i literally was like i know the periodic table i can do this i memorized it frontwards Amazing. backwards i was like but i don't understand any of this it's so interesting how the brain works and it's so interesting too she i always wonder she right. was like you're just getting a c and my parents to this day were like we went to like whatever you know the one time a year they come and like check in right to make sure that like you're alive and <laughs> my parents were like this is so classic, Liz. The fact that you just, I was like, girl, I'm, this ain't gonna work. And it has nothing to do with you. And it has nothing to do with me. And I, I just was it's like, I don't know. It's chemicals, man. Yeah, but like the problem is, well, whatever. I can it, really I get also into- always wonder too about what is like what we believed we could, because I knew I was like, I cannot do this. And like, I wonder if we went in now, I mean, why the hell would we ever do this? But it's like, we went in now and thought that we could. I always wonder like, what is nature and nurture? And I don't know. I can with confidence tell you right now. It's just not happening. It's just not happening. I mean, that is where I'm like, dude. I mean, at least Rachel, my wife is on my, on my side where I'm like, if we have a kid and they have homework, like I can't help them with that. I, I'm out. I'm out. Like I'm out. get a tutor. Right. You figure it out. Cause she had a really nice dad that helped her as well. Like yes. similar to you. Like my parents were like, we like had unprotected sex and didn't realize my mom didn't even know she was like pregnant with me for four or five months. In. Oh wow. She was like 40. She's mm. like, I can't get pregnant. You know what I mean? So my Famous parents were words. so, my dad was like 50. Wow. By the time I was around, they were like, yo, we're out. Yeah, like, we're not doing anything. You're math. fine. Like you'll just, there's Rice Krispies in the cupboard. <laughs> and did your, so I think with, when I think of my dad with his friends, he had like a friend in the math department. He's got friends. A way to circle that all oh, the way back. He, I appreciate you. He does Thank have, you. he does have, but, but his, he does have friends, but friends to him, I do think are like from my mom, I would see her. My mom was always like after they got divorced, she, it was pretty much after she always had lots of friends around. But after she got divorced, she would really be hitting home like your friends are the most important thing. And I don't know if it was the most healthy way. She'd be like, your friends are so important because they're not going to cheat on you. Like, oh, yeah. You're cool. like, oh, boy, oh, boy. But she was like, it was like your friends are so friendships are so important. Yeah. And then my and then I think for men in our dad's generation, like if they weren't really encouraged to share their feelings, because I know he was that was not a thing. Yeah, no, that was not a thing. And so then that's an important part of friendship. I guess it wasn't like cultivated in the same way. And that's a that's a messed up headspace to not be like thinking like intrinsically, like I need to have friends to share with or even thinking that's yeah. an option. Yeah, I think, you know, my dad was very close with my godfather mm. until he passed away who was like a dad to me, who I was really close with. And my godfather had a lot of friends. I mean, yeah, you're right. They don't really share emotions. I mean, when my godfather, I would try to share anything with him. He was the funniest and the best, but he was just like, (laughs) it was like a steel (laughs) trap. Like it would be like, like a fucking totally door, like a garage door just and like coming down like I we think, are not talking about that i think that's changing big time i think that's like changed by like huge leaps and bounds in the past like 30 years i think yeah i think so too i also think it'll be really interesting you know gen z gen z oh my God. i mean they when you guys have a kid what generation is it gonna be 
land before time vibes. <laughs> like who even knows? I mean, the other thing is it's like, part of me keeps going back and forth because I'm like, what kind of fucking world is it even going to be? Is it going to be Day a turn. million degrees? Of course. A fucking world war? Like, I know. What are we doing? I'm like, I know, you know, because I really am on a vibe. But I feel like they could have thought that at so many different steps. Like that, that yeah, no, thought could have been implanted so many different times. times. But valid, understandably. It's pretty lit. So we, a- aliens did just pop up. Oh, and I mean, I'm not even thinking about that, but it's like I yeah, have, but I, I also like how could we not have thought that sure, there was sure. another life planet somewhere? Else? Right. Honestly, aliens take me away. Like there's got to be somewhere else to go. Oh, I'm just like, I don't want to suffer. Like, do your work. Just make it quick. Oh, I don't think they're going to kill us. You think they're here to kill us? Who knows? God, have you ever seen that one uh, movie with um, what's her? It's so good. Is it called Alien? No. It's the other one where like she has the she's the redhead she has like the moment with them. It's not take it's fuck definitely not taking because you know I, I, love <laughs> I know I, no it's the other one oh you'll god. think of it right I'll when we leave here yeah hundred percent I'll be like oh my god betches give me a podcast so I can talk about it I'm um, so ex- I'm excited for you that you're exploring getting having a baby I think that's it's so very scary I well, sc- it's so exciting though like. Because I had never thought that I wanted to have kids ever. And then I love my niece and nephew so much. And then, you know. Does your girlfriend want kids? So she is. We're both about the same. We're both like both. I'd say 60. Yes. 40 percent. No, we're about the same on that. The problem. She's a little. She's 30. And she'd be the one that would like have. The she's baby, only but. 30 years old. Damn. Robbing the fucking cradle. <laughs> That's great, though, because she's primed and ready. I mean, here's the thing. But it, there's a lot. to. Th- I don't know. It's really scary. There's a lot to think about. Well, there is a lot to think. My about. life would have to change radically. I mean, I really wish I could just get wasted and pregnant. That would be the easiest thing. Like I wouldn't judge you. Yeah, no, I know. I'm just saying it would be so much easier. There's right. so much thought that goes into it when you're in a queer couple. It's like, oh, right. I'm like, this part, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, I wonder if it's almost like when you have more. Well, you know what? Actually, I just thought of this. I mm. never thought of this before, okay. ever. This is like a new thought. But it, there is, in a way, a lot of thought that goes into it with straight couples, too, because think of it like this. Think of it like this. That's how they're, if they know they want to have kids, like that thought is their lifetime of picking their freaking partner. So we're thinking of it as isolating the sperm, right? But like, if you think of the sperm as part of the overall person that you're spending your life with, they're like, if I'm straight and I'm like, I want to find, and I'm like, and I want a monogamous relationship, I want to find my mate. Then, then it's like, you're like, all of the time, do I want someone that does this or whatever the shit you look for? That laughs at my puns or whatever. That's them picking the sperm. So they're spending their whole life picking the sperm, but they call their sperm David. Jeff or whatever the hell. I know, but you then know there's saying? also like pheromones and emotions oh, and sometimes, true. you know what Those I mean? Those kick in and you don't know, but like all that yeah. time dating, they'll go and freaking, at, he took me to Applebee's and I wanted to go to a fancier restaurant. All that time mm. that you're doing your dating, that's them picking the sperm. Does that make sense? But they're not thinking of it as sperm because okay. the sperm is is the individual. Yeah. I hear, I see. I'm just I'm, saying I'm the on... put time into sperm. I never thought of this though. I never yeah. thought. This is, an orig- this is me just thinking this of it This is an original thought here. Um, I've never right thought of live it on cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Cause I'm with you a hundred percent. Like we always are like, Oh, we the amount of work we have to do for the thinking about the sperm. Well, but. it's also just like, you got to go to the doctor and get IUI, which is basically yeah. like having unprotected sex. And if that doesn't work, then you have to go to IVF and then. Oh, I don't even know about IUI. I thought IUI is like a, an assisted Turkey basting at the doctor. They put it where they, you, they put the perm, sperm in the turkey baster? Yeah, yeah, and put it in you. Where'd you get the sperm? Well, yeah, we got to get the sperm oh, from the spot, and it. then the spot got to bop, 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 bop. I mean, also, yeah, so it's just like a lot of thinking. It's Here's the thing. I could go, I almost could go either way as well. I was mm. a nanny for a long time. I loved kids. I just am worried, and of course, I've waited so long. I'm worried that if I don't have a kid, well, I love children, sort of, and- <laughs> And it's, it's a, a good miracle. One. It is a miracle, but I worry that like in 15 years, I'm going to be like, what am I doing? Right. Ravioli, my dog, my pride and joy won't be with me, mm. which I have to tell. Do you have, an Great name do you have a dog? dog? Thank no. you. Do you like animals? I love dogs. Can I tell you, I am having a hard time traveling without my dog. Yeah. I want her with me all the time. Of course. 
and she's little, so she mm. does kind of go everywhere with us or with me, like sure. more because Rachel is a therapist. My wife's a therapist. That's great. So she doesn't really have her in session. And when she does, it's really cute because we're like, do you want to be a therapy dog today? And she's so smart. She goes into the office and lays down. So cute. Because she's it's amazing. a genius. It's really amazing. Um, But I'm having a hard, I'm like, damn, I want my fucking dog, dude. Of like, course. I don't know. I was like walking here from the subway and I was like, fuck. Like, it would make sense wanting your dog, craving your dog, especially at a time like this too, when you're doing, you know, going, because it is invasive isn't the right word, but it is emotional, like this planning. It's a She's lot. She's gonna a baby. She does not fuck with kids at all. Maybe when she, there is something different about seeing like the infancy of. I'm the, hoping you know? that she smells mm -hmm. like, and it's in my, cause I have a friend who also has a chihuahua. And chihuahua. Chihuahua. I love that name. Um, And she said, and hers chihuahua. name Gidget. <laughs> I don't know how to say it other, other way. Chihuahua. Oh, I thought it was chihuahua. Oh, I like Chihuahua. I like Chihuahua too. Yeah, I think that I, Chihuahua yeah. vamped up. Yeah, I like Chihuahuas. After 8 p.m. turns into Chihuahua. Yeah, Chihuahua. Chihuahua. Um, she has a little Chihuahua that kind of looks like ravioli. Mm. Her name is Gidget. Oh and my God. She says Get that out. Gidget now, which is so funny because ravioli like will protect. We had to train this out of her, but she would basically like protect us when we ate. I mean, That's so, so fucking cute. I know. You're like, how do I process the cute? I know. She's, have you ever seen what she looks like? I've seen her on your Instagram, adorable. Oh yeah, she's yeah, so fucking so cute. Because she looks like a little golden retriever. And see, you're gonna be able to do this with your kids. Kids, whoa, kids. Or, <laughs> kid. Let's start with one. What? Even though I have all these siblings, and I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, what was the switch where it went from not being sure to being like, I want to do this? We're not even there. Okay, I'm just like, fuck it. I'm like, I am at the top of a water slide. I don't technically want to do this. There will be a little bit of fun where I'll be like, wee. Mm -hmm. And then I'll be at the bottom and then. Is it not wanting to do the pregnancy yeah. part? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a different, you know, you've yeah. got the, oh, maybe I've been doing entertainment too long. I was about to say you got the audition and then you got the role. And then when you get in cast in the role. Wait, I'm dead for you. I'm dead. It's I'm totally dead. different. No one wants to do the audition, but then you'll be in the mom role. Wait, are you SAG? Yeah. So you've been fucking dealing with, I mean. Me no, I wasn't doing that many auditions before it popped this popped up. There was like three years where I was auditioning all the, auditioning my little face off. In LA? Uh, when I was in LA, yeah. And then it was like, I mean, look, would it be a lot cooler if I was like, oh, yeah, it's totally just changed everything. I haven't been doing, I hadn't been auditioning that much. Before. Do you want to act? Well, so as part of me getting, trying to get in really good shape was I was like, what's something that I can control in terms of career stuff? So I was like, I'm going to try to get in really good shape so maybe I could like be viable for like action stuff. Wait, I'm I'm obsessed with that. Because I think that would be so, I appreciate that because I like, I have a friend, John, who was like, I see it. Friend Candy was like, I see it. And then other than that, people I have been like, it. thanks, Liz. We've got three now. I'm just saying, I think that's great. Listen, I famous, I think we talked about this on your show when I was on, like I left acting because of the body stuff. It's so, well, I just couldn't. You have I, a pressure that I didn't have. I think as a masculine presenting person, I don't think I had the same types of pressure that, that you had. But I yeah. can't even imagine. It was just beyond. It's it was so, like not something I could continue with. Because it's also, it's such a mindful. Anyway, like, yeah, I don't understand how everyone's relationship with food isn't wildly. I mean, for me, I'm an addicty person. The dopamine hits my brain. People with ADHD are like more prone to have like binge eating stuff. I've read, I've learned recently. No, you're very And it right. is so food. As someone who also doesn't drink, I don't drink. I don't do. I'm like sober, right? Were you using before and you got sober or you work a program or you're just, you don't. I get it. I do get, I get, I use outside resources. Like I get, yeah. you know, I try to learn other life skills to fill in. Okay, got like, it. Cause for me with like drinking or binge eating, it's like that stuff. And actually it's interesting. I never linked this with eating, but I was listening to a podcast the other day there. I was like, Oh my God. And they were I wish I could remember the name of it so I could recommend it, but it was, it was about emotional eating. And it was like, so they say the same thing with drinking. They're like the drinking or the eating wasn't, the problem. It was your solution to a different problem. And when you go back and figure out what is the problem I'm trying to solve right now, you know, then you'll see that that isn't actually a workable solution. And it happened like Saturday night. I, I was feeling like depressed, bummed, walking around after shows. And I was like, I want to I, I want to get a bunch of I, like I want to eat. I want to like get like doped up basically. 
And then I was like, wait, what am I really feeling? I was like, I'm feeling frustrated because I'm getting my allergies are really bad. And like once I articulated that, I'm like, which is not a big fucking deal. Like I'm feeling frustrated because the apartment's a mess and I know I need to clean it before my girlfriend gets back. And I'm feeling overwhelmed because like something else that was like, but once I identified those things, then all of a sudden the, the impulse to get a bunch of food and get sick from it felt less powerful. Now, yeah, that's cool. who knows if that'll work every time, but it just gave it a little bit. But that's all to say that, um, that uh, yeah, that's stuff I struggle with, <laughs> struggle with as well. But I don't Same. understand how everyone doesn't because it's like. I know. I mean, and it sucks because I saw my sister and she and I are 10 years apart. We have different moms, but we've dealt with body stuff like legitimately forever. But also, was she also a child actress? No. Okay, because I think that adds another layer to it. I, I mean, don't think I could. I'll just tell you this right the fuck now. If the kid that we, if I can get pregnant and we have a kid and that kid wants to be an actor, absolutely nope. not. Right. Like there's no way I can let that go down. Right. I would be like, you can do plays, but we live in LA, which is tricky because everybody's like told they can be an actor, mm. but I will probably be, I mean. I think that's really fair. Even though I am still so angry that I was not on the Mickey Mouse Club, like sure. I would have crushed. Like I. I could see it. Should have been on Kids Incorporated. And you know, maybe it happened for a reason. Maybe it was, like, who, maybe who knows? Yeah, I would have been like um, Bernie Spears. <laughs> I mean, I would have been a wreck, which I'm sure. dying to read that book. Actually. I know. Me too. I'm very interested almost in scared. it. I'm, yeah. It's almost like I want to not read it and just read the highlights. Totally. A little nervous for it for some reason. I'm very nervous very, for it, well, actually. you've seen a couple of her Instagram videos. I can't follow her on yeah, Instagram. Yeah. I, f I feel Muted. really upset. I don't like it. I don't. It's not good. But yeah, I. Um, so you wouldn't want the kid no acting. But that is no very. Acting. And also, like, I'm always interested with people with social media and their kids. Like, it's like, oh. you know, it's tricky. I I think it, it's really my my personal one. I'm trying to say this with no. It's like I I feel like, well, you know what? As I'm saying this, that I don't do I don't do that because I'll have pictures. I'll have like things with me and my niece and nephew. I'd say, well, I wouldn't want to do anything that. They wouldn't be old enough to be cognitive to be like, yeah, I want oh, to. I but hate then I don't it when do people that. put like like pictures on top of kids' faces. I'm more like, and we talked about this on another episode of mine, is like I think filming kids like when they're upset because you think it's funny mm. and you post it on the internet. That's the kind of shit I think right. is fucked. Respectfully to everyone listening who are my friends, I like don't care like i don't care enough about your kid like why are you putting like oh that's a heart or a happy face on front of your oh, child like that you don't need to see it yeah yeah like no one cares like just don't right. post a photo of your child at all on the internet like it's that must be an la thing too because like my like people so i follow weird. but then i've got people like that i've followed from like high school or like you know that don't really know and they've been posting pictures of their kids consistently and now i'm like oh like no i like like to see it right but when people are like Here's me and my kid, but like, I'm going to put a heart on top of its face to like give him some privacy. I'm like, no one gives a fuck right. about your kid like that. Totally. Like, nah. I mean, for me, are you kidding me? I will use said child and said pregnancy for all the brand deals. Hello, okay. if you're listening, I please listen to Liz 20% off, whatever. I'll fucking hawk your breast pump. I don't give a shit. That's fine. But that's also like my body, my choice. So. Sure. Yeah, I, it's an interesting thing. It's It'll be really interesting. I think my wife, who's more masculine presenting, I think motherhood will be really interesting for her. I'm excited about it. I'm like talking about it more now. Do you guys now. have kids in your life? Yeah, my godson. Mm. Who, and are my friend's kids who I fucking love and they live right down the street from love us. Love that, love that. And we go over and I just am, like I cry every time I'm around them. They are so funny. They crack me What are the up. ages? Seven, four, and one. And they're all boys. Woo! Wow. And they are hilarious. Seven, I have my, four, and one. Yeah. Young George is my godson. <laughs> I am obsessed with him. I want to eat him alive. Yeah, I we know, have, right? We have it's, kids around us. And I'm also like, treat them mean, keep them keen. Celebrities mm. and kids, you got to like, act like you don't give a fuck. And so- Ooh, that's, you can do that with kids. Treat them mean, keep them clean. Wait. If there was a child- What's the saying? Treat them mean, keep them clean? Keen. Treat them mean, keep them keen. Boom. Okay. Um, it's like how I treat Sean Kilby. Right. Um, if there was a child in this building, it would find me. It would snuff mm. me out and it'd be really interested in me and I would ignore it. Really? And it wouldn't leave me alone. Wow. Actually, I'm about to go meet a baby right now. 
My friend, my like crazy wild party friend had a baby. You can, can you can. Okay, so with my policy and kids, my sister had to, she said, because like, I'd be like, I bet it'd be like, oh my God, like you, like, yeah. say, you're, say you're a kid. I'd be like, Liz, whatever. And my, I, with my niece that was up until the age of three, murdering. Like she's like, wow, it's a baby, it's a baby. And then maybe three, four, like she started, I'd, I wouldn't see her for a little while. And I'd be like, Bailey. And my sister would be like, you got to act a little less excited. Like you're overwhelming or something. <laughs> so I'd have to act a little cooler. Wait, what? No, your sister's just being your sister. But she knew, she knew ba- it worked. Um, so she was like, she was like, okay, like Bailey likes it. If you like, like if you just like, she hasn't seen you in a little while and you're running in like, oh my God. Like, blah, 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 blah. So now I can do that again. Um, but I have a thing with, because I am not around besides my niece and nephew. And then my girlfriend's best friend has a daughter that I've gotten to spend time with. And that's so fun. But I'm I'm so curious because like where kids are at, like developmentally, like I'm like, what are they thinking? How many questions do you ask them? Like, and I had- nonstop. Uh, everything. So you go for nonstop questions? No, I'm like, yo, what? Like, I saw my niece and nephew over the over um the weekend. Here, I haven't seen them in a while, and they're older. They're like eleven and twelve. But I was like, what's up with school? You're what cool. are you learning? Yeah, I am cool. That I'm like, cool. what are you learning? What's up with your friends? Who are your favorite and musical then you artists? Because like, so you say, what's up with school? And then they'll be like, they'll be like, I don't know, nothing. I'm like, wow, that. And then if they say something like kid like that. I'm like, oh, that's so cool that you do nothing in school. Right. I was like, that means you must have nothing to talk about. And then they're like, well, actually, Mrs. Davidson gave me a geometry test and I got an A. And you're like, okay. Because they, it's like celebrities. Right. They just want to talk about themselves. Sure. I'm telling you, kids. The human condition. Yeah. It's true. Um, But getting kids to talk about themselves is not, a, that's something, you know, that's, that what you've just did, that is a skill. Yeah, I am good at it. Because I've had it where I'll feel almost like nervous. Where I'm like, okay, like we're. Or just ignore them. Like my Ugh. nephew does not fuck with me at all. And that's his own shit and it's fine. And I'm like, hi, huh. good to see you. I'm like, how was tennis? Fine. I was like, I like tennis. Pause. And I'm like, my friend is a very famous tennis player. Pause. Who? I'm like, Francis Tiafo. Oh, do you watch him on the US Open? Oh yeah, I saw him. Cool. Then I was like, hmm, well, you know what I mean? I'm like, hmm, like I'm cooler than you. You gotta put kids in their place. I am, I've been working on that. And the more time you spend with them, that, that can get easier because you, you get like tired after a little bit. But like, <laughs> yeah, they like wear you out. They totally. Wear you out. And then you're like, all right, like enough, stop. But I, I interacted with an eight year old this weekend. Went in to sign a lease because my girlfriend and I are moving. And my new landlord was making photocopies of the lease and his son was in there. And his son was eating um, takeout and it was a very New York child. Like the way he was taking the takeout out. It's like, oh, this kid's like very familiar with like how to like Take or, out, yeah. do the boxes. And he didn't like run out and follow his dad. Like, and he like sat in there with me. And so I was like, what grade are you in? He answers, answers. And then we sat in silence for like three minutes because it's a kid. So they're not the same. You know, he's not asking me questions back and I didn't want to overwhelm him. And then after three minutes of silence, which between two adults who don't know each other, that would be like a intense thing. Yeah, kids, it's like whatever. Nothing. He goes, so you like computers? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Like I let him lead because I had at this point I had asked like him computers. like 50 questions. And then I was like, computers are cool. And then he was like, look. And then he showed me some pictures of the computer. Yeah. And then he goes, you know, if you ever have a problem with your computer, I, I could probably come down and help. Dead. And I was like, I'm I was dead. like, I'll take you up on that. And then he was, said, do you like bacon? I was like, I love it and he was like yeah I asked my mom about it almost every day and then I was like I, I get it and then he went back to being quiet and I felt like I nailed it you nailed it I'm sitting here now listening I wasn't there but everything you're saying you nailed it because it. of the three minutes of silence yeah it's like, true he that he was like not impressed by me asking about questions about school and then I that I was quiet with him for three minutes him but bu- 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 and then he, he did the little bacon thing his dad came back in I left I don't give a fuck about my Lexi was like, had the lease signing go. I'm like, let me tell you how I won this kid over. I got, you just was quiet, which is probably, that'd be probably helpful for me with a lot of my relationships. I mean, listen, you win crowds over. Try to. When are you going back on tour? Okay, so my next tour date is going to be, actually this weekend, I'm going to Austin, Texas. I don't know when this comes out, but it'll be Austin, Texas, the 27th and 28th. And then I'll be in Boston, November 16th at Laugh Boston and Beverly, Massachusetts that weekend. But then that, 
back like regularly, really regularly on tour is going to start up again in January. And this time around, I'm going to really do, I want to make it really intentional. And I want to, because the last time I went out there, my I started just, I want to be like intentional and healthy about it and really come out. I've got a bunch of new stuff I'm working on. want to be healthy about it this time around. Okay. Well, are you going to come to LA? Absolutely. Also be in LA for two weeks around Christmas. Oh, holler at your girl. Absolutely. I love LA. Come eat ravioli. I'd love to. I mean, she's... And I love ravioli as a food dish. Same. That's tough. Ravioli, I have to be centered emotionally to not then be triggered and be like, give me all the raviolis in the freaking world. I know. Well, we do But I that. love... Yeah, ravioli's the best. And if you make your own ravioli, I'm talking about the pasta now, for me, it's less triggering because processed foods, they have the... Something in them makes you be like... <laughs> but if you eat homemade ravioli, less chemicals, less triggering, I found for myself. Thank you. You're welcome. Did I not tell you that Emma and I had so much in common? I love that Emma woman. God, what a gem. What an amazing person. Here's the thing. I was so electrified in New York doing in-person interviews. It made me miss it so much. It made me wish an advertiser would come in and sponsor me so I could afford renting the studio more often. It was worth every goddamn penny. You can watch the full video on my patreon so go check that out i do weekly episodes now that you can listen to lots of fun tidbits i would also love more feedback in the patreon so check out emma check me out if you have any questions about men it sounds like she's an expert these days so definitely not me uh but thank you for listening <laughs> <laughs>